0: Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. We're so glad that you're with us today uh, for this time that we're going to spend in the Word of God. Amen. I, I, I love to open the Bible and open my heart and pray that the Holy Spirit will guide me into all truth. Praise God. So we've come to lift up Jesus. Jesus, as we always do. We are in our 46th year and counting of ministry here in the city of Tampa. Florida and we are so glad that you have joined us anywhere in the United States anywhere in the world Uh, there's a place on our website that you can leave a message for us if you would like to some have written us and we welcome you to, to communicate with us and I do pray if you have received Christ as your Savior through this ministry that you would let us know about that it would be such an encouragement to our hearts. I mean, we're going to do this because we have a mandate from God. Whether we ever hear from anybody or not, we're going to bring the gospel through every means possible, uh, as long as we possibly can, uh, to Everywhere that we can and everyone that we can. Jesus told us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So we are involved in that work of God just before Christ comes to bring in a harvest of souls for the glory of God. God, Make no mistake about it. God wants you in heaven. If you're not a Christian today, the Lord wants you to be saved. He wants you to escape the wrath to come. He wants you to be secure in Jesus Christ and find peace that passes all understanding. (laughs) Amen. So please stay tuned today and be our special guest for this time in the Word of God today. Amen. We're going to talk to you today about our God who never forgets nor forsakes. Our God, if you're a Christian, our God who never forgets nor forsakes. And we're going to begin reading uh, from Isaiah chapter 49, 13 through 16. Listen to what it says. It says, sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord God hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. Now I want to stop here a minute when it says his people and his afflicted. Listen, that means that being a Christian doesn't mean that you won't suffer anything, that you will live in some kind of bubble. You know, when Christians go through heavy trials and tests, and we have questions that that we don't understand why it is happening to us, uh, the, the enemy of our soul is going to accuse God of being unfaithful, of forgetting or forsaking us. We want to address that Today, because that is a lie from the pit of hell itself and from the devil himself, and it may there's enough enough circumstantial evidence because of what we may be going through to try to give validity to it, and we need to reject it wholeheartedly. You know, the scripture says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Listen. Being a Christian doesn't mean that you're not going to have problems. And, well, Jesus put it this way, didn't he? In this world, you shall have tribulation. Why? Because this is a fallen world. We live in a faulty body. We have a formidable foe. We can't take him for granted. We have an enemy of our soul who wants to do us harm. But listen to the rest of this scripture. Many... "...are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all." Praise God! Everyone that has faced these kind of tests and found God faithful now has a testimony turning tests into testimonies is what this kind of of faith in God that trust him even in the darkness hallelujah praise God so listen sing o heavens back in isaiah 49:13 through 16 sing o heavens and be joyful o earth and break forth into singing o mountains for the lord hath comforted his people And will have mercy upon his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me. See, it seems that way sometimes. The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. And listen to verse 15. Can a woman forget her suckling child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget Yet will I not forget thee. Behold, I have craven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. And I want to read this as a true statement here. Uh, When soldiers in ancient times marched away from loved ones to distant lands and mariners who, who were going to be gone at sea for a long time, there were no photographs to carry. So they would engrave the names of their families on their hands as an indelible reminder of their love for them. Not that they would forget them, for their love for them was already engraved upon their hearts. The names imprinted on their hands was a proclamation of that love. It was declaring, I will never forget no matter how it may seem, dear friend, no matter how it may feel, no matter how many questions may plague our minds, no matter how distant we may feel God is sometimes, we are not forgotten and we are nor, nor are we forsaken. We are loved deeply and fully by our God. And I'm going to tell you the very scars on Jesus' hands and body declare His great love for us. There was a story floating around the web uh, many uh, months ago, and, and I can't verify this, but, but it, it, it said about a mother and son traveling uh, a road that winds its way down the west coast of Florida, stopping uh, near a canal. I, I think they call that road the Tamiami Trail, that, that, that two-lane road that run, used to run from Tampa to Miami and now there's interstates that carry that but stopping near a canal to let their dog go potty the seven-year-old boy ran to the edge of the water was suddenly grabbed by the leg by a huge gator the mom hearing his cries ran and grabbed his arms a man in a truck stopped after seeing the tug of war between the gator and the mother and he saw what was taking place and he, he grabbed uh, his gun from his glove compartment and shot the gator and the gator turned the boy's leg loose. After many days and transfusions in the hospital, a reporter visited the boy and the, and the little boy said, you want to see my scars? The boy exclaimed. First, he showed him the scars on his legs. That's how bad that gator wanted to eat me. Then he showed him his arms where his mother's fingernails had dug into them. And that's how much my mama loved me. She would never let me go. Praise God. Listen, friend, the scars on Jesus' body declare his love for us. God loved us enough to punish our sins in his own son. And he will never Ever, ever let us go. Romans eight thirty two through thirty nine says he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Praise God. Amen. Let's continue to read that for a moment. Who shall lay anything to God's elect? It's God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It's Christ that died. Yea, rather, is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Now listen to verse 35. Who, and this involves what as well, shall separate us from the love of Christ. Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written. For thy sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, but in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. God will never forget to remember us. Amen. But sometimes, when we're going through the trials and the tests and the persecutions and the circumstances of living in a faulty body, in a fallen world. O friend of mine, listen to Malachi 3. It said, Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, What have we spoken so much against thee? You have said, he's answering that in verse 14 of Malachi 3. You have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we've kept his ordinance, and that we've walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that do work wickedness are set up, and they that tempt God are even delivered. You see the inequity. You see why they were questioning Listen, friend of mine, it, we all have questions when those kind of situations arise, when the wicked prosper and the righteous are per- persecuted and prosecuted, amen, when, when you're rich and you, you get away with, with a crime and you're, you're poor and you are given the maximum sentence, it's not right, it's very wrong. Listen, verse 16 says, And then they that feared the Lord spake to one another, and they were questioned in this very iniquity, And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And here, listen, a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Verse seventeen says, "And they shall be mine," saith the Lord of Hosts in that day. I want, I want to, I want to underscore that day. You see, a day is coming when judgment is going to come upon the end entire world a day is coming when the judge of all flesh is going to begin to execute that judgment the day of the Lord hasteneth greatly it is coming this isn't that day but that day is coming coming Jesus is also coming for his bride praise god for we are not appointed to wrath but to obtain salvation through Jesus Christ but the wrath of god is there's an appointed day when those events are going to occur it isn't this day but in that day when i make up my jewels <laughs> hallelujah it says in verse 17 I will spare them as a man spareth his son that serveth him. Then, not now, but then shall you return and discern the righteous and the wicked between him that serveth God and them that serve him not. There is a scripture in the Old Covenant that says, Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing Unto Zion an everlasting joy shall be upon their head. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Aren't you glad today to be part of those whom God has redeemed? This, this book of remembrance, it, it really corresponds to the Lamb's book of life in the New Covenant. Praise God. Listen to Revelation 3 and verse 5. It says, He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and his angels. Praise God. Revelation 21. And verse 27 speaks of that lamb's book of life. And friend of mine, it is so important today that you and I understand that it that God has not forgotten us God has not forsaken us A day's coming when all that is wrong, all of the inequities are going to be put right but we are not in that day yet the apostle paul looked past this day going through all the trials and tests and persecutions that he went through and he said i suppose the sufferings of this present hour this present day not even worthy to be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us on that day sometimes we have to look past this day, this this moment in, in time juxtaposed over against eternity and say, you know something? <laughs> no matter what I go through, no matter how it may seem, I know that God is for me. I know God is with me. He's inscribed me upon His hands. Now, God is a spirit, but I believe that that took place. In its, in its visible reality, when Jesus was so hurt and so marred, his visage was marred more than any man's, when he was beaten, beaten to the point of, of literally, he should have and could have went into shock and died, but he was destined to stay alive, and hang on that cross after such a terrible scourging until the sin debt for you and me was paid in full. And these scars on His body, amen, prove that God has inscribed us on His heart. Praise God. And because He will never forget us, and there's a day coming you you may be living in a country that persecution we think we're getting it bad in America because there's so much angst and anger against the, the anyone that is living according to any kind of judeo-christian ethic any of the Ten Commandments that we we have committed to keep in our hearts and in our lives. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, being justified by keeping every tenet of the law perfectly. We can't do that. It takes the blood of Jesus. But I'm telling you, if you're saved today, you want to be right with God. And being right with God means you're going to be wrong with the world about you. you. You can't have God's God's favor and the world's embrace at the same time. Jesus put it this way. He said, Marvel not that the world hates you. Don't let it be such a shock to you. Let it really, uh, according to the scripture, be a badge of authenticity that you are truly a servant of the most high God. Does that mean you're going to just live in high clover, live in a bubble where nothing ever affects you, touches you? No. It means that no matter what you're going through, you will not go through it alone. God will either give you grace to bear it or He will deliver you from it. One thing is for sure, you will come through without being being destroyed by it. And your faith will come through intact. Hallelujah. Because He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will go with you even unto the end. Of the age. Lo I am with you always. Praise God. Friend of mine I want you to know. You may feel like heaven is brass. And God is nowhere to be found. I want to tell you. By the authority of God's word. That is only a feeling. That is not a fact. The fact is. God is for you if you're a Christian. And God is with you. And when he comes. To take up his Jewels. Hallelujah. He's going to spare you. You're not appointed to wrath, but to obtain salvation. And when he comes to rule and reign, we're going to come back with him. Praise God. Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. Listen, weeping may last for a night, the scripture declares, but joy comes In the morning. And the joy that is coming is eternal. It's not temporary until the next trial, the next test, the next disappointment, the next discouragement. It is eternal, forever and ever, everlasting joy. We're going to come with singing, (laughs) and we're going to sing forever. There will never be a moment when there won't be songs of praise and songs of joy and, and triumphant songs. Praise God. Hallelujah. In heaven. You may be in a a country right now where your very life is threatened just by declaring your Christian faith. I want you to know that God is with you. I want you to know that He will not forsake you. You may be imprisoned. You may be tortured. You may be, you may be deprived of food and raiment. And the Apostle Paul said, (laughs) amen, I suppose the sufferings of this present work time and world and this day are not worthy to be compared to the glory that is going to be revealed in us on that day. Praise God. There's a book called the Lamb's Book of Life. There's a book called The Book of Life, and it is a book of remembrance. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me read Revelation 3, 5 again. He that overcometh, the the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot his name out of the book of life. This book of remembrance. But I will confess his name before my Father and his angels. Praise God. Now let's look at Revelation 20. 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened, which is the book of life. That that is the eternal consignment of the soul to the place it will spend eternity. And whosoever was not found written, where? In this book of remembrance, this Lamb's book of life, in the book of life, was cast into the lake of fire, O friend of mine. Aren't you glad, no matter what you may be suffering as a Christian today, aren't you glad that your name is written in the book of life? Amen. You're not going to be part of or participate in this judgment of the wicked and consigning of the wicked to, to be banished and punished forever from the presence of God. Thank God, hallelujah, that your name and my name has been written in the book of life, has been written in a book of remembrance, (laughs) that God has craven us upon his hands, that he forget us not. Praise God! A day is coming when He's returning to rule and reign, and we are returning with Him. Praise God! Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion. Amen. An everlasting joy. This looks beyond the joy of, of the restoration of Israel to the, to the city of God. Friend of mine, this is eternal bliss. <laughs> eternal joy. Praise God. But now, the wicked are lifted up. The righteous are under the gun today and under the persecution. And Jesus said this about that amen when they cast out your name is evil and they say all manner of evil things against you rejoice and be exceedingly glad oh friend of mine don't pull your head in like a a turtle when he's threatened praise god rejoice and be exceedingly glad amen i want to read isaiah 49. 13-16. through 16. You know, the Bible said, went on to say, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. They would embrace you. Amen. You could get on Oprah and compromise the faith and she'd say, yeah, you, you, you're a Christian. I honor that. But there's all these other ways to God and everybody else is going to be saved. But if you dare to say that there's one God and one mediator between God and man, and that is Jesus Christ, and if any man Tear to climb up any other way or try to climb up any other way. Amen. He is a thief and a robber. There is no other name given under heaven unto men by which we must be saved will get you persecuted. <laughs> Amen. And in many areas of the world will get you prosecuted. But friend of mine, I want you to know I'd rather be in a prison cell awaiting execution and have my name in the lamb's book of life because this day is going to pass whether we live 30 years or 20 years or 20 minutes or more or this day is going to pass but that day that's coming is going to last throughout all eternity and that's why the bible said in isaiah 49:13 through 16 sing o heavens Be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted. Hallelujah. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me. My Lord hath forgotten me. That's how it seemed to them. And he says back unto them, Can a woman forget her suckling child that she should have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget, yet I, yet I will not forget thee. Behold, I've craven thee on the palms of my hands, thy walls are continually before me. This is a time to do something the devil wishes you would not do, and that is to rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> Always and again I say rejoice. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. The Apostle Paul's talked about being counted worthy that he might suffer for Christ's sake. That I might be counted worthy to suffer these persecutions, these tests, these trials for the sake of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, he talked about all he went through. and He said, but these light afflictions, you see, he was looking past this day to that day. These light afflictions. And they were heavy-duty things. I was beaten of rods three times. I was given 39 stripes of the Jews on five separate occasions. I was shipwrecked. I was (laughs) snake-bit. Oh, glory. Friend of mine, I want you to know, being a christian <laughs> i don't know if you remember the far side uh cartoons that used to be in the paper they were kind of weird stuff and it was hunting season and there was a deer talking to another deer they're standing on their hind legs and having a conversation and a sign on a tree said hunting season now open and one of them had a on his on his on his white Fur of his breast, a a, a a a a target, you know, with the rings and a, and a bullseye on it, <laughs> and the other one just said it in one little sentence: bummer of a birthmark. Earl. Amen. (laughs) Listen, friend of mine. uh, How can you be joyous, brother, talking about what Christians are going through around the world? Because the Bible tells me to rejoice and it tells you to rejoice. We belong to God and He has not forgotten nor forsaken you or me today. Amen. A day is coming. (laughs) Amen. That's going to last forever. And thank God, if you're a Christian, your name is written in the book of life. And you will not stand before the great white throne judgment. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, it goes on to say. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And the second death cannot touch you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. It's time that Christians rise up and begin to rejoice instead of feeling uh, so, you know, bad because we have been marginalized and and criticized. If you just believe the Bible, and, and adhere to the teachings of the scripture today. They're gonna to call you bigoted. They're gonna call you every kind of, of name they can to let you know that you are unacceptable to the present culture. Friend of mine, that's a badge of authenticity that you belong to God. Hallelujah. You're not of this world. You're part of a different kingdom. Hallelujah. You're part of a Christian culture, friend, and it, and it is going to be worth whatever we face, whatever we go through. When that day comes, the sufferings of this present time and world are not even worthy to be compared to the glory Because the redeemed of the Lord are going to return. (laughs) And they're going to come with singing unto Zion. And everlasting joy will be upon their heads. Today if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior. your Your name is not written in the Lamb's book of life. You're in the most dangerous place. You may be living in a penthouse you may be you may have a mansion somewhere you may have a condo on the beach a condo just fell everything one day is going to fall everything of this world everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. Today, the Bible speaks of those outside the kingdom of God who do not know Christ is their sovereign and Savior, that you're without God and therefore without hope in this present world. And I urge you today, come to Jesus, repent of your sin, Receive Jesus as your Savior and the moment that you do, (laughs) your name is going to be written down. We used to sing it. There's a new name written down in heaven and it's mine. Yes, it's mine. And the white robed angels tell the story. A sinner has come home. Come home today. Come to Jesus today. Have your name written in the Lamb's book of life and do not fear the wrath to come. (laughs) Join us today, the marginalized, the persecuted, the prosecuted. Join us today because Jesus is coming soon to take up his jewels and he's going to spare us as a man spareth his own son that serveth him in Jesus' name. Amen.